You're about to listen to a message by Pastor Ikena Okeke of the Father's Church. Please join Pastor Ikena Okeke and be blessed. Praise the Lord. Okay, so uh, come with me to Hebrews um, chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2 is where I'm going to, but we, we can read from verse 1. And it says, therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Let's all read verse 2 together. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and I sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Let's read it one more time. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and I sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. May the Lord bless his word in Jesus' name. Okay, we, we see what the uh, writer of Hebrews is saying to us here. That we keep our focus on our Lord and Savior Jesus, who is the author and the finisher. And he told us something. They say, who for the joy that was set before him was able to endure the cross. And this week we are talking about is a week that preceded or that led to the cross. So by this time Wednesday is about the time that he was struggling and he was praying, and he was, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, he was praying to the Father, not my will, but what yours be done. It was a week of decision. It was a season of decision for him. And this is what the Bible is saying to us, that we should look at him and see how he was able to make it through. We all know that Jesus could have said no. How many of us know that? He was not compelled to finish the assignment. He could have turned back. Because when he prayed at the garden, he said to the Father, Yet not my will, but yours be done. So at that point, as a man, as God-man and man-God, he could have said, These people and what it. You know, and he could have turned back. But we thank God, praise the Lord, that he laid aside his will and picked up the will of the Father and finished the race. Praise the Lord. Now on Sunday also, we began to see something that the word of God is something that you and I must give attention to, isn't it? If we are to joke or take anything lightly, it must not be the word of God. The word of God is something that we must embrace. Now, this word has said we should look to Jesus. Praise the Lord. We should look on, unto him. We should look at him. The Bible also tells us, I think it's Ephesians 4.20. It says that, but you have not so learned Christ. Okay, we should learn Christ, we should study him, we should observe him. And as we come to this period, I, I want to believe that every one of us personally is doing a study of the events. I, if we had had a service on Good Friday, we would have had more time, but we don't have a lot of the time. So, but every one of us as believers must acquaint ourselves, if possible, get ourselves to live in the moment-by-moment -moment events that took place about this time. It will help us appreciate our faith. It will deepen our work with the Lord, and it will bless us real good in Jesus' name. 
Now, in John chapter 1, verse 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Okay. So, the Word of God is God. The Word of God represents God. The Word of God is God in expression. The Word of God is God communicated to you and I. So, when the Bible says, look to Jesus, look at him. See how he did it. Who for the joy that was set before him. He's saying to us that we should learn everything we need to learn about him. Now that Jesus died for us on the cross, every one of us here knows it, isn't it? Not just that we know it, we believe it. Because if we don't believe it, we won't be Christians. It's the foundation of our faith. So Jesus went to the cross for us. Now, but the word goes further to say something in that Hebrews. He said we should follow him. He's the author. Praise the Lord. There's, a, there's something that is expected. So there's a historical fact which you and I have believed that Jesus died for us, isn't it? Now, what is he saying to us now? You know what he's saying to us? I'm going to show it to you from quite a few passages. I hope you are ready to run through with them. It is the word, follow me. Let me hear you say it. If you're a member of this church, I'm sure you've heard that word frequently from me. It is a word, a statement that our Lord Jesus made so many times. So many times. He said it in John 1, 43. He said it to Philip. He said to him, follow me. Follow me. He says the following day, Jesus wanted to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, follow me. He said it at the end of John, John chapter 21, verse 19 and 22 as well. He was speaking to Peter at this time. And this is what he said to Peter. He said to Peter, this he spoke signifying by what that he would glorify God. And when Jesus has spoken this, he said to him, what? Follow me. And in verse 22, he said the same thing. He said, follow me. Verse 22 of John, yes, 22. He said, Jesus said to him, if I will that he remain till I come, what is that to you? What should you do? He said, you what? Follow me. And we also remember the conversation with the rich young ruler. What was the conclusion of what our Lord Jesus answered him? If you want to be, you know, my disciples, or if you want to get to heaven, what do you do? Go sell all that you have, give to the poor. Now, do you know that that last part was actually what Jesus was saying? The other part was just helpful advice. Because if you had all those things with you and stored up, it would be difficult for you to follow me. What our Lord Jesus was simply saying to him is, follow me. You can find that in Matthew 19, 21. Or Luke 18.22. He said to him, if you want to be perfect, go sell what you have and give to the poor. And what? You will have treasure in heaven. And come, what? Follow me. What I want, what I'm trying to establish here is that Jesus' instruction to you and I is to do what? Is to follow. To follow him. Praise the Lord. And that is what the job, the assignment, the calling of the Christian is we are to follow Jesus praise the Lord and that is why he had to come and walk on earth that's why he had to come the Bible says we beheld him as of the only begotten son uh, Peter writing was Peter that said we we heard of him then our ears heard our eyes saw then he said our hands handled so Jesus had to make himself in such a way that if I'm asked to follow him I won't be wondering, well, what does it take to follow him? I can know how to what? Follow him. And, and in this period, praise the Lord, of the week of the passion, we want to see the things, some of the things that we must learn. 
And one of it is so essential that in, in Mark 8.34, you can put it on the screen for us. Mark 8.34, our Lord Jesus speaking to us, was saying something there. He says, when he called to himself his disciples, he said to them, whoever desires to come after me, what should he do? He said, let him deny himself, take up his cross and what? And follow me. Can you see the same word coming? But now he has added a few other things. He said, now you desire to come after me. This is what you're going to do. Just the same thing he said to that rich young ruler. He said, what? Deny yourself, take up your cross and do what? Follow me. So we remember this week, our Lord Jesus taking up his cross. Praise the Lord. But he didn't take my cross. Are you with me? He took up the cross that was to purchase that thing that you and I couldn't get. He reconciled us with God. When our Lord Jesus went to the cross, he went as the beloved son of God in whom he was well pleased. But to accomplish his assignment, he had to finish it. Praise the Lord. So you and I have believed. Wonderful. Praise the Lord. This is what he's saying to them. Whoever desires to come after me, what should he do? He said, you now deny yourself. And someone tried to explain it. He said, only, only the son of man, only the son of God could place a demand like this on man. Because you see, how do you tell a man to deny himself? Which means nothing is remaining again. Praise the Lord. Nothing is left. But you see, he knew that the only thing that could prevent you or I from entering into the best he has for us is who? It's me. It's me. Praise the Lord. We're going to get it as we go on. In the parable, in the parable of the seed and the sower, uh, can you give us Luke 8, 11 and 12? Just 11 and 12. Our Lord Jesus, in explaining the parable, said something to them there. And he said to them, Okay, let's go to 12 now. He said, those by the wayside are those who hear, who hear the word of God. And the devil comes and takes away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. So we see in that entire parable that what the devil does is what? He steals the word of God. Now that word of God he steals is not just the sound of it. It is the agreement with the word. Praise the Lord. And that is why you and I can belong to a faith that has some things as foundational, like denying ourselves. But you know what I was discussing with my brother today? The 95% of what most Christians do is trying to achieve themselves. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Let, let me break it down. The Bible says... He that is in Christ's word is a new creation. All things are what passed away. Behold, all things are what become new. Praise the Lord. He said, uh, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live yet not I, but Christ that what lives in me. Okay. That's what we say. Now, how come then that I'm crucified with Christ? Nevertheless, I don't live, isn't it? Rather, nevertheless, I live. But the life I live is the life of Christ. Why is it that my desires before I came to Christ and my desires after I am in Christ are the same? Why is it that most times when I'm being addressed as a Christian, when I'm shouting amen, I'm shouting amen to the very things that an unbeliever will shout amen for? Why am I being taught seven steps to get something that I would have been interested in getting before I met Christ? 
You know why? Because I've not come to where I deny myself. I'm still pursuing myself, albeit with Christian paraphernalia. I've added Christianity to my arsenal. So I have an advantage over my colleague in the office who is not a Christian because he's probably a Muslim and his God is not as powerful or he's not even any. So he's just walking by intellect. But me now, I'm adding intellect to the name of Jesus. Isn't that what we do? Isn't that what it is? I want to become the top. I want to become the head of this organization. And then you come to church and they tell you, you shall be the head. And I want to get this. And they tell me you shall get it. Now, all that is simple. I have not denied myself. Because when I deny myself, what is left is that I want to be like Christ. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Now, when the devil comes to steal the word, you know what? He comes to steal the fundamentals of the way it works. So he comes to Christians and you're no longer desiring to follow the process. Everybody still wants the end. Nobody, everybody, you know our Lord Jesus, when he was speaking to us, um, when he says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. God is the omni, omni wise one. Okay? So he didn't say, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then that's where it, it will end. What did he say? He said, and these other things are what? Be added. You know why? Because he said to us even before, the, he said, after these things, the gentile it means we know you need it. But he said, forget about them. Praise the Lord. Forget about them. Get this one first. Now, our Lord Jesus, we celebrate this week. But how long was he dead? He died on Friday. Praise the Lord. And rose again when? Sunday morning. How long was that? But forever and ever, the benefit of his death is still accruing. Are you getting what I'm saying? He humbled himself to the point of, you know, becoming a servant, you know, coming in form of a man, a servant, born servant, beating and all of that. How long was that? Even if for the whole 33 years, that's 33 years, for the rest of eternity, he's the lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the whole world. For the rest of eternity, heaven and earth, he's been given the name that is above every other name, at the mention of which word, every knee shall bow, because of 33 years. That is the message of Jesus. Jesus teaches us to correctly appreciate time and import. The Apostle Paul speaking says, these light afflictions, they work for us. Believers know that afflictions work for them. Do you know that Joseph, if he did not have this understanding, would not have run away naked? What did Joseph want in Egypt? He wanted freedom. Why would he want to go into prison? It doesn't bring him closer to his deliverance. It took him deeper into trouble. Do you understand? But something told him, Joseph, you are different. There is a path you're taking. You see, when people become Christians, there's something, there's a confession we make. We'll be, we confess that we believe that Jesus Christ died for our sins, isn't it? Now, now, why isn't it that Jesus is God and he just quickened us? Why did he have to come and die? That process is a humiliating process. And it's the same thing the Bible says when it says, unless a grain of wheat what, falls to the ground and dies. Do you know that many of us have been resisting our falling to the ground process? Because we have had the devil steal the truth of the word from us. Believers don't want anything that will humble them. 
We don't want anything that will embarrass us. We are like Peter. Master, God forbid, you will not go to the cross. That can never happen. Not your portion. What did Jesus say? He said, get thee behind me. What? Satan, what was the next statement? He said, for you are not mindful of the thing. You are not mindful of the way God works. There is a way God works. That's all I'm coming to say to us here. And Jesus said, follow that way. That's what he said. Follow that way. That rich young ruler, if he followed him, would have been richer either in time or eternity. Didn't he say that if we should give our earthly treasure so that what? We will have treasures in heaven. Whatever, however that man ended, he's poorer in eternity than he could have been. Jesus didn't want him poorer. He just wanted him to be richer forever. The value of wealth is measured in how long it lasts. So if you bring me whatever it is, any metal that if it's exposed to air begins to corrode in one week or two weeks. You know, I can offer you, depending on, maybe I'll offer you a thousand or two for it. But if you bring me a piece of metal that for the next 50 years, it is as it is. What happens? The value automatically what? Multiplies. Why? Because it has a longer lasting retainership of its value. It's the same thing with the kingdom. The kingdom takes you on a path where you deny for a short while. And then what? You enter into benefit for a longer period. Now, unfortunately, the devil has stolen that. Many believers are missing the will and plan and purpose of God because they're short-sighted. It says, the the, the, the sower sows the word. It says, and the devil comes and steals it. What is that? It is the principles of the kingdom. So, somebody gets born again. And then, he doesn't get himself to where he says, I belong to the Lord. Whatever he wants to do with me, what? Let him do it. Nobody prays that prayer again. When we get born again, we tell the Lord, this is what I want to be. And then you have the list, you have the paper, you're looking for who to help you to make Jehovah to do what you wanted to be. We've been learning purpose. The purpose we are talking about is not the purpose we formed though. We've learned here, before you knew you, God knew you. Before you knew you, your mother knew you. Before you knew you, your father, before you knew you, even your older brothers knew you. So how much of you do you think you really know? This is what I want for myself. This is what I want from God. This is what I... Have you asked him? Why was I born? Are we getting what I'm saying? What, 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 what if... What if... You know... Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. So, so, so what I'm trying to say is this. These things are in the world. Okay? But nature abhors a vacuum. So when the enemy comes and steals this foundational word, you know what immediately happens? Other things come in the opinions of men. That's why if you say uh, that, that Christian is blessed, immediately in our mind, what do you see? I can't hear you. Money. Praise the Lord. That's what you see. That sister is blessed. What do you see? Marriage and children. Oh, that church is, God is with that church. What do you see? Congregation. You know why? When the devil steals the word, nature abhors a vacuum. He replaces it with what they call human philosophy. All we've answered now is human philosophy. A successful man should have this. 
A successful man should have this. Colossians uh, chapter 2. Colossians 2, 6 to 8. Can you put it on the screen for us? It says, as you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, what should you do? He said, walk in him. Many of us have, many people, there are millions. If we had 5% of Christians in Nigeria who have received Christ walking in him, Nigeria won't be the way it is. It says, as you, which means it's possible to receive and not walk. Just the same way uh, uh, the Bible says, if we live in the spirit, let us also do what? Walk in the spirit. Okay, go on, verse 7. It says, let us also walk in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, as you have been taught, abounding in it with, with thanksgiving. Now look at verse 8. Let's read verse 8 together, everybody. Beware, lest anyone cheat you through what? Philosophy and empty deceit. Now, according to what? The tradition of men. Hold it, hold it. What are the traditions of men? These are things, it, it, it doesn't say it's wrong. It says according, according means as when this is the standard in measurement in uh, read in this light. Are you with me? So there are traditions of men. I remember many years ago when my children was. I told them I would rather come to school. You know, I learned that from my dad. One the day he he went through my result and really scolded me. It wasn't because of my scores. I can't remember what the form teacher wrote about me. You know, my dad didn't go to school, you know, the way regular school. So he never bothered about grades. But I think the form teacher either wrote that I was non-responsive to class or for some, you know, just though, you know those remarks, class teacher remarks. That was what he scolded me up. So I was telling my children, I said, I'd rather you don't confess in class, but your behavior. Are you getting what I'm saying? But there are traditions of men. Their tradition is if you go to school, confess. Now, that is why Expo is being condoned by Christians. Christian parents are helping their, their children to get, is it Wayek or whatever, so that they can pass. Traditions of men. Why? Because when people come to share testimony, it is that my child made what? All A's. Now, all A's becomes a standard. The process to which the all A's are gotten has been lost. Why? Because it's the tradition of men. I bought car. I married wife. I married husband. I have this. These are standards the society has set. And unfortunately, those on this side of the pulpit are beginning to pre- every gospel. God, tune in any gospel. That is what I'm telling you how to get. Even visa. All of it. That's what I tell you. Why? Because that is what society has said you will achieve. So we that have gotten Jesus, we have added Jesus to our asana. Jesus helped me to succeed. Jesus helped me to marry. Jesus helped me to have to. Jesus helped me to have money. Jesus, oh, what about Jesus killed my enemies? By Holy Ghost fire. Holy Ghost fire is supposed to sanctify me. I cannot send Holy Ghost fire to anybody. The place the Holy Ghost fire is to walk in is purification. Holy Ghost doesn't burn anybody. It purifies. If you send him to your enemies, he'll go and purify them. They'll go to heaven. You might be waving to them in hell. Do you understand? That's what we do. We have, we have not learned Christ. We're, 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 we're uh, you know, a, a bunch of, it, 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 I think it's the background of African traditional religion. You know, in African traditional religion, you, when you get one God 
and you need more, you can't get the other one and add to what you have. So we've gotten Christianity and added it. Nobody is bothering. Is he like this? You know, I tell you, I don't listen to a lot of preachers. I don't care how intelligent you are. If I don't see Christ, there are two statements. One person came out one time and was talking how, you know, now this person is now only flying first class. And, you know, all you people that are in economy, chicken or beef, chicken or beef. I just said this one, I will not hear you again. That was it. You know why? Christ, that is not a testimony for Christ. No, there is not, it, has, it cannot come from Christ. Christ can't say that. This is somebody who was God. He said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ, who being in the form of God, did not consider robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no rep. Then I'll come here and be boasting to you about my shoe. Or the class I flew. And the anointing made me fly. The anointing that Jesus used to humble himself. That's what I'm using to exalt myself. And I'm telling you I'm preaching the gospel. It's not, it's like I'm preaching the tradition of men. And because it's the tradition of men, the fellowship will be a lord. It will, it will, it will succeed before men. Why? It, it, you know what, Olympic is a tradition. Coming first is a tradition. Being the one that everybody recognizes is a tradition. He didn't say it's wrong. He just, look, look let, let's finish reading. He said, according to the tradition of men. What's the other one? According to the basic principles of the world. He didn't say it's bad. He just said that's, that's that level. But he said for us, what? He said, according to Christ. So whereas the world wants to grow up, we are growing down. Because there's something that is said of our Lord Jesus Christ. It said, wherefore, God had what? Highly. The Christian does not exalt himself. If you're following Christ, you don't exalt yourself. You cannot. The one you're following didn't. Do you understand? He did it. He said, not according to Christ. There is a pattern. That's what he showed us. At the week of the Passion, he kept unveiling. The, one of the things he did this week was when the Bible says, knowing Jesus, our Lord Jesus, one of my favorite par- passages, knowing, our Lord Jesus, knowing that he had come from God and was going to God and had finished, he took away, he laid off, he, he took off his garments, whatever it was, he took it off. And took her tower and gathered himself and went on the floor. It is revelation of who he is. That's what, as you, did you know how you're going to know as you, whether you're growing as a Christian? How much you can do without? How much you can do without? If you can do with coming into a place and nobody notices you. Beautiful. You're getting used to it. You do things for people. They don't even say thank you. It doesn't move you. You're blessing people that are not appreciated. It doesn't move you. That, that helps you to know that you're growing according to Christ. You know why? Because the Christ that came to save us, what did we do to him? Are you getting what I'm saying? So th- there's a pattern. And if, if we learn this week, we learn, he, he, said, he said he was reviled. And he was not reviled in return. That is growing according to Christ. Not tell, using the power you have. To deal with all your enemies. Which enemies? How can you deal with them? You are sent to save them. The Bible says we've been committed the ministry of what? Not the ministry of dealings. Ministry of reconciliation. So how can you deal with them? You should reconcile them. 
Do you understand? It's an interesting thing. If we just stop there, it says not according to philosophy. Not according to tradition. These are normal things. And that is why it's such a struggle to live this life in our world today. Because you will be going against the grain. Nobody understands what, what you're talking about. In your office, if they give you fellowship to take prayer points, they won't give you again. Because you didn't you know, pray fire for all the enemies in the office. Do you understand? They, they won't understand your prayers. You're not communicating. Do you understand? But, but, but this is the pattern. Remember what we're saying. If there is a theme for what we're learning, it's follow me. It's follow me. That's what they say. He said, follow me. See, see how I'm doing. And just keep following me. Following me. You know? So, so, so the enemy has come in and has stolen this basic, basic understanding of the way God did this thing. And put in some things for us. And everywhere we're running. It, it, it amazes me, and l- let me confess, it's not that I haven't tried to be, you know, to preach you traditions of me. But when I even plan, when I come, God won't allow me to say it. I'm telling you the truth. Because I'm a human being, you know, so you know that, ah, this brother. He, listen, it would be nice if all of us here became billionaires, isn't it? It would be nice. The, I think, the, you know, it, it will help a, lot, a, few, a few things, isn't it? But you see, that's not what you came here for. Praise the Lord. That's not what we are saved for. That's not what we are saved from. We are not saved from poverty. That's the truth. Blessed are the point, Spirit. However you explain it, there is point in it, isn't it? You know, some people say, no, it's not uh, that type of poverty. However you explain it. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? But, all I'm trying to say is this. Are you a Christian? Help me. Are you a Christian? He said, follow me. Follow me. You're a Christian musician. There's a path you should follow. You're a Christian whatever. There's a path you should follow. And do you know why he said that? Jesus didn't say all of that to deny us victory. He said all of that because that's where the power of God manifests. The power that we are talking about. Pastor Lord, remember the last time I think sometime you gave you He said the power of his resurrection. Which is, we're going to get to that, what Paul said. The power of God does not take you midway and up. The power of God, read your Bible. I'm preempting myself. Some things that, you know, but it's okay. Every person that God did a major thing with and for in the Old Testament, we're actually taken from places of death. Joseph was taken. That prison is a prison of forgetfulness. He shouldn't, he would never, he was, he was buried. It was because of his faithfulness to Potiphar that the man didn't immediately assassinate him. That place he entered, he would have been forgotten there. But that's where God met him. If he did not enter there, the power of his resurrection cannot pick him from Potiphar's house. He needed to be buried. Esther said, if I perish, entering to see the king, 30 days, no invitation, was death. If she did not enter there, the turnaround would not have happened. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego entering the furnace of fire was death. If they had resisted it, they would not have experienced the glory of God and brought Nebuchadnezzar to bow. Daniel entered the lion's den. It was death. The path of the Christian is what? Suffering, death, and what? Resurrection. But if you don't understand it, you will fight to stay in the limelight. You will fight to be relevant. 
You will find to hold it. You will find to keep it. How, about, how can they say this of me? Ah, don't I know something again? Is it not me again? I will tell you that who I was. Some people actually, you know, you, uh, before I was a Christian, I, was, I will show you. You see, you have just, you have just, <laughs> you have just taken everything back. He said, follow me. Follow me. That's it. Simple. Follow me. You keep following him. Like sheep. Led to sharers is what is done. You're just falling. Then you see the, the, the testimony of the Christian must come with ahas. You see, that's why the Bible says it, it says, When the Lord turned the captivity of Zion, they were like, they, they, You don't even know how it's going to come. That testimony that I finished calculating and I put it, you know, secure on the thin lands is according to the tradition of men. The one that Christ will do. That is how you'll be looking. And that's how you'll be able to honor God in that testimony. That's how you you continually be humble. Why? Because you, you keep looking around. How did I get here? How did I get this money? How did I get this life? How did I get this family? How did I get this? It, you, that is what the path will be. Why? Because it will be the Lord's doing and it will be what? Marvelous in your eyes. Amen. God bless you too, my sister. Colossians 2, the Living Bible. Do we have the Living Bible? The Living Bible, if it's there, let's just read it. Okay. It says, don't let others spoil your faith and joy with their philosophies. Do you understand? Don't let their wrong and shallow answers built on men's thoughts and ideas. Instead of what Christ has said something. He has said something. We learned also what he said will stand. Listen, we've learned here. This world is not fair. Do you understand? But truth will prevail. So for a season, the sharp will lay hold of things. And kidnappers collecting millions now. Does it make kidnapping right? It's only for a season. Every day they say it's for the thief, isn't it? So things will, that something is working does not mean it's right. Many things are working. Do you understand? Many things, yes, unquote. Many things are even on, you know, many things are working. I'm telling you, there are many sharp, I've, I've told you people here. I, I know there are people who are sharp, who can talk to you, you know, who can arrange things, you know, do all kinds of things. But it says on men's thoughts and ideas, there is something Christ has said. How many of us have been in situations and you have an idea how you can solve it, Pastor Michael, you're telling, But you also know that this idea is not the one Christ gave you. So you're handicapped. You know what you can do, but you know you shouldn't do what you can do. You're, you're born again. The love of Christ does what? And then right before your eyes, you're losing. You're, you're suffering loss. Because you... <laughs> You know what to do. But that thing you know to do, that you know you shouldn't do it. That's what it means to be a Christian. That is, that is the dying. The, the apostle Paul says, I die daily. The Bible says, mortify your members. Which on, every day you're putting it down. So I would have answered. But they say, keep quiet. And it's very painful. You know when you want to speak some words, and they say, don't speak it. That word inside of you is not normal. The word will be hurting you like this. Eh? I said that. <laughs> But as you mature in Christ, you begin to learn the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. That when you obey those things at those moments, he will come and embrace you. 
what it does is that you know the way we go to the gym and lift weights okay and lift weights you say you're building your whatever muscle it's the same way every word of god you obey you build your spiritual muscles as you obey the holy spirit has more space in you as you listen the holy spirit takes more space in you what is happening is that you're growing he's he's finding you somebody he can work with the Bible says our Lord Jesus had the spirit without what? Measure. You get to the, the, that's, you, you get to the place where the, the spirit actually just moves you. You find out that your desires are now exactly, you're no longer, the struggle re- reduces. Because the resistance over time has been worn out by your willful obedience. May the Lord help us. Okay, 1 Corinthians 15, 22. It says here, just trying to back up why we must not follow these things that men say. Can, can you give me the message? As in Adam, all die, even so in Christ. Message sim- puts it simply. He said, everybody what? Dies in Adam. Everybody comes alive in Christ. If you follow the principles of this world, you will die. Whatever it is you produce will die. Whatever it produces will die. It will not stand. You know the Bible is so beautiful. The Bible makes us understand that every man's work will be what? Tested by fire. To know what sort. So it means that there will be all kinds of works. There will be all kinds of works. Some people when they are coming in. People will be saying wow. But when they put fire here. Have you burnt wool before? Wool. You know when you burn wool. Nothing. You don't even see. There is no ash. Everything goes. That's what it is. It says as in Adam. Oh, every work that is not according to Christ. Will die out. It doesn't matter the rave. It doesn't matter. In Adam, everything will expire. But the things that are done in Christ, you say everybody comes alive in Christ. That's why you shouldn't be moved by what they can measure. You shouldn't be moved by what people say. You shouldn't be moved by any of Just be moved by Christ. Because what is in him will abide forever. Praise the name of the Lord. So, our Lord Jesus made it simple for us. We, we look at Matthew 16, 24. It says, if anyone desires to, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. Why? Because this is the path to glory. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 12, please. It said here, it said, 2 Timothy 2, 12, please. If we endure. Thank you. It says, if we endure, we shall also reign with him. Note that word, if we endure. It's not automatic. That's why I said, follow me. He didn't say receive. You know, I see those Facebook pages. And every time the man of God will say, this week receive, that week receive. That, I say, ah. even Jesus didn't send these things the way these people are sending it to. But, but you see, it, it, it increases the, like, is it the, the likeness or the, likely, the likeliness of your page. <laughs> okay, increases the likes on your page, you know. You know, but it's, it doesn't make sense. You know, it just sets people off that are feeling that I receive it, I receive it. Follow Christ. Look how many times. The only time we see him say receive, he said receive the Holy Spirit. What he kept doing was he kept opening their understanding. He kept teaching them. He kept teaching them. There's a, there's a tradition of men. There are philosophies. They say, ah, pastor, this thing works. I've heard those things. People don't even tell me those things again. I think they say this man is deaf. It works. You know, people like it when they 
They like it when they, they like according to the traditions of men. According to the traditions of men. But this is what he said. He said if we endure, we shall also what? Reign with him. This is the way. So what, if I love you, what should I teach you? I should teach you to endure. Do you know that if I teach you to endure, even if you don't want to reign, by force you will reign. By force you will, you will reign. They will force you. It will come upon you. I've told us here, the moment of your lifting, when it comes, you resisting it, is like forcing a ball of water to enter into water. If you push it down, what happens? It comes up again. It will be impossible. Why? Because you have gone according to the... Pre- the, the he said, we, we, we quoted the scripture, in the beginning was the word, and the word was what? With God. And the word... The earth we see is smaller than the world. That's why our Lord Jesus Christ said, the heavens and the earth world will pass away, but not a jot, a title of. The word of God must come to fulfillment. This earth will pass away, but the world will keep operating. That's the way it is. Praise the Lord. So it says, if we endure, we reign. So what is the part that Jesus said? We he said we should endure. Some of us are going through seasons that it doesn't make sense. He sent me to tell you, endure. There's a raining coming. Praise the Lord, somebody. Endure. Can we see that um, in the Living Bible? The Living Bible translation of that. Okay. Let's read it together, everybody. And if we think that our present service for him is hard, just remember, this is it, that someday we are going to what? Sit with him and what? And rule with him. Now, now, I want you to stop there. He didn't say tomorrow. He didn't say next tomorrow. It could be tomorrow, sir. That promotion could be tomorrow. Do you understand what I'm saying? That miracle could be next tomorrow. But he didn't say. He just said, know that it will happen. He said, for, but if we give up when we suffer and turn against Christ, what will happen? He must turn against us. Let's look at this other scripture. We can leave it on the Living Bible as well. Romans 8, 17. And since we are his children, we will share his treasures. For all God gives to his son Jesus is now ours too. That's the truth. All. We have been blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. What? In Christ Jesus. Now, but this is what he says. But if I am to share his glory... What will happen? I must also. So if as a Christian, you know, I cannot endure something small for him. How can I expect to also reign in a small measure with him? It won't happen. He said, follow me. If I don't follow him, I can't enter. So the grace and the anointing and the understanding we have as believers is a grace to endure. Is a grace to persevere. Is a grace to pay the price. Is a grace to push through. So the young student that is listening to me, you're in a, a school of four hundred or five hundred or whatever, and everybody is going in one direction. You know who you are. The, being a born again Christian will not make you. Uh, was it Miss what was that this thing? Miss the. The most popular girl. No, they might hate you. They might actually throw tomatoes on you. But you know what? If you endure that season, those same people will come around and tell you, had we known, 
we would have followed your path. That is the path our Lord Jesus Christ followed. And that is what he bid us to come along with him. So he says that if we are to share his glory, we must also share. So this week that we are remembering, our Lord Jesus laid his life down. He said to them, when Peter brought out his knife and cut off the ear of the high priest's uh, uh, servants, the servant, the servant of the high priest. What did he say to him? He said, Don't, did you think that I couldn't ask the father for legions of angels to come and you know, intervene? In no. He said, allow it. This is the hour and power of darkness. Do you know so, something I, I found in the scriptures which you know, I just shared with you now? The, the devil is not so smart. Too. The devil is a deceiver and all of that. But he's not so smart. How come he didn't know the Bible says, had they known, how come he didn't know? And he keeps failing that exam all the time. How many believers have you heard tell you their testimony and say that, you know, I went through this, but that very thing I went through. How come the devil didn't know? How come he imagined he could actually kill the son of God and have his body see corruption? How can he imagine that? I think pride is his problem. He really thinks too much of himself. Do you understand? How could he think that? But do you know, now, the same thing you and I must come to that understanding. That God, the God that is my father, the God that is your father, is omnipotent. Praise the Lord. The God that is our father is omnipresent. The God that is our father is omniscient. We were talking on, on Sunday about Jesus telling them, if you go into the, the village opposite you, you see a call that is died upon which no man had ever. For him to say that he had to be there present. So even though Jesus was there sending them, he was already there. Isn't his name the I am that I am? Where is it that he's not? He's in your future. He's in your past. What is carrying you? He's there. Every circumstance, he beholds it. He's God. Praise the Lord. The one we have to do with is God. He's God. Because you see, I think I've done that illustration here now. There's somebody here that will tell me, Pastor, Pastor, throw this iPad to me. Okay, if, um, who will I use now? Who wants me to use him first? Okay, okay. Throw this iPad. I won't throw it to you because if it breaks, you can't pay me. There's another person that will say, throw this iPad. Before you change your mind, I'll throw it because I want it to break. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Jesus said to the woman at the way, if you knew who it was, who said to you? Do you understand? There are some people that, even if they don't need favor, you want to do them favor? Drink water now. He said, I don't want to drink. We had a, a, a guest yesterday. Monchi said, eat food. Drink this. Was offering him everything. Because the guest is a good guest. There are some guests that come. Monchi say, I'm tired. I'm upstairs. <laughs> Do you understand? You, he said, if you knew what, who it was. Who, you, uh, uh. If you knew who it was. That's, what, that's our problem with Christianity. If, if we knew the God we are dealing with, if we knew we are dealing with the Alpha and the Omega, that's why at the beginning of the year, he said to Abraham, I am almighty. Walk before me. Let's rise on our feet.
Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. I want to see you. For somebody, you need to claim back the words that have been stolen from you. The principles of God. Some of us there started, had such powerful foundations. But along the line, the mixtures of all that is there have come in and confused us. You know, I, I don't know how people, so, somebody was telling me, you know, that he, he, he went to this church so that he can have fruit of the womb. So your God lives in a church. Which type of God is that? The God we are talking about met Abraham as an idol worshiper. Do you understand? Lack of revelation. You're running. He said, ah, they're, they're doing special singles anointing. They say, ah, so all the places where you have been, God was not there. What type of God are you worshipping? If your God is not omniscient, if your God is not omnipresent, if your God is not, the only thing you should be looking at, who is the prophet? Who is that one that his voice is used to guide me? That when I want to turn to the left or to the right, I will hear a voice saying to me, this is the path walking. It's the voice that directs you. God sees you everywhere. Are you getting what I'm saying? Lord, open, I want to see you. I want to see, I want to see you high. And lifted up. I want to see my Jesus in his sufferings for me. I, I, want to, I, I want to be acquainted. The apostle Paul says, this is what I want. I want to f- come to know the power of your resurrection. The fellowship of your suffering. If by any means I may come to attain the resurrection from the dead. He said, I want to embrace everything. I don't want to miss any part of it. Lord, help me tonight. In this period, oh Lord, open my eyes. Open my eyes. I want to know you. I want to know you. I want to trust in you. I want to be that one that is immovable and unshakable. I want to be established in your truth. I'm a believer. Lord, help me. I want to be a follower indeed. I don't want to be a schemer. I don't want to be a scammer. I don't want to be a sifter. I want to be a follower. I want to follow you. For the rest of my life. For the rest of my life. The songwriter sang and said, Shepherd of my soul. I give you full control. Wherever you lead. I will follow. I want to follow you Jesus. You follow the will of the Father. I want to follow your will. Speak Lord. I want to follow you. I want to follow you Jesus. I want to know you. I want to know you. I want to know you. This Jesus. I, 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 I want to be freed from the philosophies of men, from nice sounding nonsense, from the deceit of men, from the intellect of men, from the, from, from the standards of men, from all the things that men put together, from the principles of men. I just want to follow your pattern because your way is what will last. Your way is what will give permanent victory. In Adam all die. In Christ all are made alive. Everything that is of treasure to me. In Christ is preserved. Lord help me. Help me Lord. 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 
Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. I want you to pray trusting that God will speak with to you. The Spirit of God will come in deeper fellowship like the Apostle desired, bringing you into a knowledge of Him, into a place where you come to experience firsthand the power of His resurrection, where you know that your God is almighty, where He shows Himself in situations and circumstances, confirming to you that I'm with you. I saw you when you obeyed me. I saw when you trusted me. I saw when you took that insult for me. I saw when you allowed yourself to be insulted for me. I saw when you denied yourself that pleasure, that sinful pleasure. And you paid that. I saw you. Now I come to honor you with my presence. That's what he said. The power of your approval. Saying to me, my daughter, I am happy with you. My son, I'm pleased with you. It doesn't matter. I will be with you. I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. I'll be with you. I'll be with you. I will be with you. That's what he's saying to us. Lord, help me. Help me. In Jesus' name we pray. Okay, one last prayer and we'll round up for tonight. Matthew chapter 4 verse 19. He said to them, Follow me. Matthew 4 19. And I will make you. You're going to pray. We've been learning on purpose. Lord, you made me. You had a plan for me. Even before I got involved. Tonight I'm praying. For the grace to follow you. So that you can make me. What you originally. Intended for me to be. Make me your own testimony. Make me, Lord, what you want me to be. I want you to pray that prayer. Lord, I want to follow you. Help me, Lord. You know, the way you can pray this prayer. Lord, walk inside of me to give me a longing. The Bible says he will give to you the desires of your heart. And we've learned here that he can give you what you desire. Or he can give you what to desire. Ask the Lord, make me to desire you. Make me to love to follow you. Make me to be excited about following you. So that you can make me. God is able to make you. Everything that he said. But you will follow. You have to follow. So Lord, tonight as a church, corporately, we are praying for every member of the Father's church. That we will follow you. We will not follow men. We will not follow even our weaknesses. Because sometimes it's ourselves. Something is saying to you, you can't amount to anything. It's not in my power. He has chosen me. Didn't his word say you have not chosen me. But I have chosen you. Somebody chose me. I'm saying tonight, Lord make me. You chose me. Make me. You appointed me and ordained me. Lord, finish the work. He said, he that began the good work in you will be faithful. Lord, I'm saying in this day, on this day, 31st of May, 2021, you began a work in me. You have established your spirit in me. You have baptized me. Lord, continue with that work and finish what you started. Make me, oh Lord. Make me. Make me. Make me, Lord, what you want me to be. Make me Lord, make me oh Lord, whatever it is, 
If it's the billionaire that you want me, make me that billionaire. But let it be you making me. Make me that treasurer. Make me that evangelist. Make me that engineer. Make me that problem solver. Make me that mother. Make me that husband. Make me that servant of God. Make me that child of God. Make me that contented one. Lord, I surrender. All I say is I'll follow you. And I know you will make me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. He's able. Accomplish what concerns Lord, yes, Lord. Okay, without without anything, can you just say that to, to in your heart and just trust God? That's the life of a Christian. Lord, I will obey you, I will follow you. Make me Lord. Limelight, back of the desert, nobody, somebody, big shot, no shot, nothing shot. It doesn't matter. You are able to accomplish what concerns me. You began the work in me. Lord, behold your children. You know them. You love them. Your word says you commended, you demonstrated your love for us. That while we're yet sinners, you sent your son Jesus to die for us. And then, so what good thing will you withhold? Tonight we say, yes, Lord. We will follow you. We will follow you will receive the grace. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Praise the Lord, somebody. Praise Jesus, somebody. Hallelujah. You've been listening to a message by Pastor Ikenao Keke of the Father's Church. We are sure you've been blessed. We invite you to worship with us at Eden Center, Banex Guarimpa Expressway, near Next Kashinkari, Abuja. For telephone 09-290-9000 or 0703-1588404. You can find us online at www.thefatherschurchonline.com. God bless you.